All right, welcome back. And what a crazy few days it has been. I'm just going through all the news and everything. I just cannot believe each day gets more and more crazy. Are you noticing this? I have probably 40 different things I could talk about today. They're all scattered over my desk that I wanted to just dive into all of these, this craziness, but I'm gonna be very succinct and just talk about a couple of specific things today. So first and foremost, we have a new prime minister. Yeah, get the party hats and party poppers out, not, uh, because it is Liz WEF Truss. She is now the new prime minister of the UK. Liz Truss is elected as the leader of the Conservative and Unionist Party. And I'm seeing all this media, everyone's celebrating, people, oh, it's so great, she's amazing and all this, she's saying she's gonna do all this in the short term. One thing I always do, and I'd say the same to you to look at, don't look at someone based on right now and what they're saying, what they, you know, because anyone can say they're gonna do something, Anyone can, can get support in the very short term and say how great they are, oh yes, wonderful. But actually what you should do is you should look at their actions and results over the time that they've been a, a politician or whatever it is. Now you do that and uh, you might see a different side of things that I'm seeing. But poor Rishi, hey, I guess he just wasn't fishy enough to get the prime minister job but you know what they're focusing on the most and this was yesterday now i thought oh let's have a look at the news let's see what they're saying <laughs> this is what always makes me laugh right you know me i look at things and people based on competence that is what i'm looking for competence well guess what was in all the media yesterday the main thing they were focused on not energy or food or any of these other things. No, they're focused on Liz Truss appointing non-white males. This is how they said it, non-white males to the senior cabinet. They said, this is the best, most diverse cabinet we've ever seen and congratulations for her for having the courage to do so. And I just thought, wow, okay, we're really going there. Liz Truss has appointed her new cabinet. And for the first time ever, a white man will not hold any of the country's four most important ministerial positions. Therese Coffey has been assigned the role of health secretary. And I think I've shared a story with you before, and I'll quickly touch upon it now. And that is, I was part of an association many years ago, and it was a really, really phenomenal association. It was great, very competent, very well run uh, right throughout the world. It was just a great organization. Now, one of the challenges came in about three years ago in that the board were all white men who were old. And of course, when you had the newer blood coming through, they were saying, oh, these male, pale, stale, we need to get them out of the, the board. Now, my argument always was, I couldn't care less because I was focused on competence. These guys have got decades of experience. They weren't bad guys, they were nice guys. They would go out their way to help you and the like. They were good people. But of course, all these new policies came in. We need to get them off the board. No, 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 we need more diversity. So of course, you had all the usual stuff that came in. And I said, and I was the bad guy, of course. I was the one that people 
did not like because I was the one person who objected to it. Now, why did I object to it? Was it because I'm a, a racist? I'm a raging racist and I don't like uh, LGBTQ and all this. No, nothing to do with that. The reason I objected was because the people that were coming in that wanted to go onto the board positions, which were for senior people, only had about two years of experience. One of them had three years of experience compared to 20, 30, 40 years of experience. So that's why I objected and of course ostracized as usual for that. But what happened was these, these board members retired, resigned, uh, and they went off into retirement. We had all these new people come in who were absolutely clueless, didn't have a clue what they were doing, and the whole organization just crumbled. I think it, I think it might have even gone bankrupt now, actually. The whole organization just, just crumbled, not because of diversity or whatever else. Forget that, and the same way I'll say forget it about politics as well and whatever else. Forget the diversity and focus on competence. Are certain people competent? You see, what I said was what we should do is appoint a couple of people that are fairly new to the board so that you've got two people on the board. They can get experience. They can understand it, learn, get mentored by these other people. And then next year, have a couple more people come on the board. That's how you're going to get good diversity if that is what we have to focus on. But no, that was a, a crazy idea. And uh, well, there's the result. But I want to get back to Liz Truss anyway. I know I went off on a, a tangent there. And by the way, the reason I didn't put out a video yesterday, I was desperate to record a video. But that is when I do at the start of the month, the monthly Patreon only video. So this is a one hour macro video where I go into all the nitty gritty on global economics, focus on USA, UK, Europe, etc. Looking at all the different inflation and interest rates and forecasting and finance and markets. So that is why I didn't do a video yesterday. But you can watch that. I'll put the, the link below. It is um, paid content. But you can watch that video by joining the private community. And I would highly recommend it to you. So what is the plan then? with these energy bills to help the UK people. And it's funny because a lot of people have been messaging me at the moment and coming back to the channel and saying, I thought you were nuts when you were talking about this a year ago, but alas, here we are now with these. And, and remember the price cap was gonna go up to two and a half, three and a half thousand pounds in the UK. But by next year, it was going to go up to around 6,500 pounds. So the public, this is the thing, the public are being conned, they're being scammed and they don't see it. So what's happened is, and it's like the oldest hustle in the book really. Oh yeah, we're gonna put up prices, 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 keep putting them up. Oh, and then people, they wait until people start saying, whoa, 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 whoa I can't afford this. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go bankrupt. I'm gonna not be able to heat my home. And they say, well, and then they throw the big, big one in. Here's where they throw that curveball at the end. Well, actually, it's not going to be three and a half, two and a half thousand. It's going to go up to six and a half thousand. And that's when people are just going to melt down. They can't even comprehend that as an energy bill. But then what they do, they say, oh, but don't worry. We've got you covered. We're going to help you out here. And we are going to take care of this problem. And what are they doing? They're going to borrow even more money. I'll show you this in a second how crazy it is. They're going to borrow even more money. And what is borrowing cause when it's debt? It causes inflation. That's what inflation is. It's an expansion of the currency supply. So they're going to borrow up to 200 billion pounds on top of the 2.7 trillion pounds, I think is the deficit. So they're going to borrow 
another 200 billion. So they're going to borrow this. And then they don't think in, say, 18 months time, inflation is going to be worse when that worked its way through the economy because it's going to be passed on to the energy companies. It's madness. And no one's even questioning it because it's a short term fix. So the public are being conned. As usual, they're celebrating, oh, thank goodness, thank God we've got this price cap now of £1,971, even though it was nowhere near that a couple of years ago. But people don't realise that they're saying, oh, well, it's better than this. You know, it's just another con. And besides, here's what I would do if I were in that situation. Let's say I'm the Prime Minister. Would I say, hmm, actually, let me give you an even better example. Let's say that I'm a doctor or you're a doctor and I come to you and I say, doctor, I have got this cut on my arm and it's just pouring with blood. I cannot get it to stop. It's been going on for two weeks now. It just will not stop bleeding. Um, Would you as a doctor say, oh, I've got the perfect cure. Here's more bandages. Take these bandages and just keep wrapping it up. And that's the solution. Well, no, of course not. That's ridiculous. That's just what is occurring as a result of something underlying. Now, I know this is quite rare today in this culture. No one wants to treat the underlying cause. They just want to give you pills and and whatever else. And they want to give all these bad companies subsidies and grants. And, oh, yeah, you keep doing that. Don't worry about um, the public's health. So paying these energy companies (laughs) 200 billion pounds having this slush funds that they can dip into doesn't solve the underlying problem. The underlying problem is refusing to get energy from Russia. That is the underlying problem. And now we're going into this dark winter, which I talked about a year ago that we were going to have. And I said, people will go along with it and say, oh, I'm so glad I'm, I'm giving Putin the middle finger. They'll go along with this so far until they become, oh, this is costing me a lot of money. Oh, now I'm, I'm, I can't even afford to heat the home. Oh, now I'm going to go bankrupt. People will go, it's called tipping point theory. People will go along with something for only so long before they reverse course on it. So what is the solution? The solution is that you source or new energy or you create new energy sources on a mass scale. So if the government was going to create some more money, 200 billion pounds, rather than give it to the energy companies, why not treat the cause in the first place, which is a lack of energy? The storage capabilities as well of the UK are ridiculous. It's nothing. It is it's peanuts. And they didn't even fill these when the energy was cheap. So it's just incompetence throughout. But I've said it before and I'll say it again. These protests that we're seeing in certain places are going to spread. You are going to see mass social unrest over all of these problems, cost of living crisis and energy and food and everything else. First, it was the health issue. Now it's the energy. Next, it will be food. I've said this since day one, since going back to early 2020. And we're seeing this playing out. I just I find it baffling that there's still a lot of people that cannot see what is going on here. Why is the Netherlands destroying food production? The second largest exporter in the world, that's their GDP. Why is Canada now jumping on board? And you've got to look at these leaders as well. And you'll see they're all part of this same organization. I know I keep going back to this and 
this crazy theory that I have, but they are, they're all part of this same organization. If it looks like a duck, it walks like a duck, it quacks like a duck, it's probably a duck, all right? Let's just be clear on this. I don't look at it and say, you know what? That's actually a fox. No, it's a duck. And now we've got Italy as one of the first countries turning off the lights. Restaurants and businesses, they're just turning off the lights and they're using candles. Do you remember that joke video? In fact, let me load it up. Do you remember this joke video I did? Where is it? Where is it? Here. Here it is. Hold on. Energy blackouts will hit Europe by winter 2022. And it says in brackets, businesses will use candles for light. It was a joke. That was a joke. And that is exactly what these businesses are doing now. So where did this great idea come from then to borrow money in order to get us out of this crisis? Well, energy bosses, oh, shock, have insisted for some time that a government-backed super fund from which they could borrow, <laughs> you can't make this stuff up, to subsidize bills is the only game in town. These loans would be repaid from bills over the next 10 to 20 years. And then we have the next article. So again, we're getting closer and closer to present day. It's expected that energy suppliers will be able to take out government-backed loans to subsidize bills. A 100 billion pound plan to freeze household bills was proposed by energy companies last month. So now it's 250 billion potentially. And this is how much gas storage the UK has. Look at this compared to these other countries. It is pitiful. 5% of what Germany has, 10% of what the Netherlands has. This is why we're in this problem. So here's the UK national debt, 2.7 trillion with another two. Um, in fact, when we add on this new amount with the rest that's going through, you're gonna hit a three trillion pound UK national debt. That is crazy talk and it is unsustainable as well. So let's have a look at the inflation rate then. <laughs> and look at this, it's just taken off like a rocket. You can go right, right back and you won't see inflation like this. And it's going up, that is not trending downwards, that's going up. So with more currency creation, which remember, currency creation is inflation. Russia is not inflation, okay? Putin didn't come over here and print all of this money. The government, the UK government did, and that is what inflation is. Inflation is an expansion of the currency supply. So what is happening? Oh, hold on, there's a correlation for you. Look at this part here. In fact, let's do a five-year comparison here. So here we go. In the last, since 2020, when we printed all this currency, just went crazy from 1.8 up to 2 point, almost 2.5 there, what happened to inflation? Oh, what a surprise. This deflation is just from lockdown, so ignore that blip. But what a surprise, look at this, all the way up to 10%. I just can't imagine how that happened. And just to top it all off, Russia's now cut off pretty much all the gas to Europe, just as I predicted they would do. So what have we got here? The halt in Nord Stream 1 pipeline means Russian gas shipments have fallen 89% from a year ago. Russia used to supply 40% of Europe's natural gas and even more to Germany. 
now let me just show you something so that you're aware of this because most people aren't. We have still been getting in Europe gas from Russia. This is what people don't understand. And it's been costing a lot more money. So to say, well, we're doing sanctions and not paying Russia and all this other stuff, to say that that's what the case has been is just not true. We've still been sending billions to Russia. So this statement's a little worrying then. Given Russia's slow constriction of supply since last summer, experts say Europe needs to be ready for zero Russian gas this winter. Well, how is our energy supplies doing? Drought has undermined hydroelectric power from rivers and reservoirs. France's fleet of 56 nuclear power plants is running at half strength. What a surprise because of shutdowns over corrosion problems in key pipes and repairs, updating and safety checks. Perfect timing to, to start looking at all of this. A heat wave limited use of river water for cooling power plants and lower water levels on Germany's Rhine River reduced supplies of coal to generators. Analysts say Europe could face a serious electricity shortage as soon as this month. Power rationing and blackouts. So my friends, I hope you have got some sort of alternative heating. I hope you've got your wood burner and your wood stocked up. I hope you've got your food stocked up and things like this because it is not looking good. Let me just say that. I've thought for a long time that this winter, especially after Biden said it's going to be a dark winter, this 2022 winter, especially after he said that, I've known for a long time and started looking into this, that there just something wasn't right and there's something going on here as we go up to winter time. And even with these cuts in energy prices and the like, I think a lot of European nations are still going to be subject to blackouts and rationing, not just of energy, but potentially rationing of food as well. It will all depend on what happens with different government policies. Hopefully we'll see some U-turns on destroying farming and the like. But if not, we could have a very dark winter indeed. But I will guarantee you my lights will be kept on, my camera and internet will continue, and I'll continue to make these videos for you and keep you up to date and potentially entertained if uh, that is within my remit. Um, not, the, not the best entertainer. The British aren't known to be the best at comedy or entertainment, but I'll do my best. Let's see if we can make light of some of this as we go through this crazy and intense period. So thank you for watching today. Really appreciate it. Remember, if you want to check out my video on Patreon, that will be available to you and my stocks course will be out very, very shortly. Take care. God bless. See you next time.